All right, I will say good morning, good morning. Let us, let us begin. So we are in Mirza Hashem, continuing today in Perak Yud Aleph. We are picking up in Mirza Hashem. Actually, just sent out the PDF on the, on the chat as well. And we're continuing now in the, what the Ramchal calls Prate HaNikios, the details of the Mida of Nikios. And specifically, again, after we've kind of made our way through the Averos, through which a person, with which a person struggles with, we've gone so far through Gezel, theft, arayos, immorality, ma'achalos, asuros, forbidden food items. And now the Ramchal is making a focus on the averos that we encounter as a result of our interpersonal relationships. So today we're starting with Honas Dvarim. The Ramchal begins. So literally again, Honas Dvarim, Daber say, So what is Honas Dvarim? So remember, just to illustrate this, we have a concept of Ona'a. Ona'a means overcharging. So the truth is, interestingly enough, there's something called Ona'as Mamon and Ona'as Dvarim. So you could go ahead and, so to speak, overcharge, but it, but, it, but it really doesn't mean, it really means a form of affliction. So there's financial affliction and there's verbal affliction. I could afflict you by cheating you out of money, right? Or I could afflict you, I could harm you verbally. Onas Dvarim is the process or is the Avera of harming one verbally. So how does one do this? So he says, for example, to speak in front of someone in a way that is embarrassing about them. Now, again, what this refers to over here is not that I'm dafka going out of my, or it's not that I'm explicitly saying something embarrassing about someone, but I'm speaking, let's say I'm speaking about Ruvain in front of Ruvain to Shimon. Speaking to Shimon, and I'm speaking to Shimon about Ruvain in a way that's embarrassing to Ruvain. Kol all the more so, explicitly embarrassing someone, or doing something to someone that is going to cause them to be embarrassed. An example that Shabbos say could be, listen to this, if a person was a Baal Right? You should never say Zobal Tshuva. Ah, tell me, tell me a little bit about your glory days, right? Tell me a little bit about, right, before you found God, what was life like, right? What was life like? Now again, sometimes a person speaks about that of their own volition. Okay, that, that's, that's their prerogative. That's their prerogative. But to go ahead and to remind a person of, of their past, to remind a person of their past transgressions, that's Onas Dvarim. Or, Rabbi said, this is incredible. Or if let's say a person was suffering. Now, chaloim by my life could be that a person literally is ill. A person is struggling or suffering with something. You know, when Eov was suffering, when Eov was suffering, his friends, probably trying to be well-meaning, said, you know, Eov, people don't suffer for no reason. If this is happening to you, it must be that you've done something wrong that you probably should try to fix. Now again, well-meaning, they're, 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 they were trying to help him out, but obviously a terribly wrong thing to say. First of all, because theologically it's not true. In other words, there's a concept of tzaddik viralo, there's a concept of the righteous suffering, there's a concept that sometimes difficult things happen to people, not because they're at fault for anything, but because of something bigger that is at play. So to say something, so say these are all examples of saying something to someone which is going to cause the individual pain. So this one is a bit more innocuous. Imagine for a moment again, 
Imagine for a moment, there are people, there are brokers or, or right brokers who are looking to buy grain. Don't say to them, oh, yeah, you should go to Ruven because Ruven sells wheat. But you know that Ruven never sold wheat before in his life. In other words, so I will say, if you notice again, there's different examples of this. So there's embarrassing someone. There's ultimately reminding someone of their past. There's saying something to someone which ultimately, did I, did I do? Oh, no, I'm sorry. So I thought maybe I sent out the wrong uh, PDF. Sorry. So I'll say, so, so there's saying something that ultimately is hurtful to someone. And then again, there's just saying things that are misleading. Now, again, you know, Ruben comes to me, he's looking to buy wheat. I say, oh, you know what? Go to Shimon. Shimon sells wheat. Shimon doesn't sell wheat. Have, have I done something terrible? I haven't done it, except I'm using my speech to cause someone harm. In this case, maybe the harm is a form of inconvenience, but it's all called Onas Dvarim. He goes on, he says as follows. I'm sorry, I skipped. Chazal said, This is actually an incredible statement. Chazal understood that verbally harming someone is even worse than financially harming someone. How so? When the Torah warns us against Onas Dvarim, Harming someone with words, the Torah adds in the phrase, and you shall fear God. So the fear of God is placed in the context of onas dvarim, verbally harming someone. But the fear of God is not placed in the context of financially harming someone. Obviously, both are asr, both are prohibited, both are terrible. But again, and it's actually interesting, I think most of us, if you were to ask a person, what's worse, financially harming someone or verbally harming someone, I think reflexively we would assume financially harming someone because that's quantifiable, that's substantive. And yet, again, from the Torah, from a Chalish Baruch Hu's perspective, verbally harming someone is so much worse because sometimes the pain itself could be so much more acute. Incredible. The Chol Shekinim Hum Berabim. Now we'll say all the more so if a person verbally harms another in public. Shebeheja Shaninu, for that we explicitly learned, Hamal bin Pnei Chavero Berabim, Ein Lo Chelek Li Olam Habo. That if a person goes ahead and literally embarrasses someone in public, the embarrasser, the embarrasser does not have a portion in the world to come. Bam Rav Chista, all the gates are closed, Chutz Misha'are Ona'a. Now, I will say this is interesting. The Gemara, so he, the Rav quoting the Gemara, that's talking about in, since the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, all of the various gates of prayer are closed, with the exception of one who cries out to God because he's been afflicted, verbally afflicted by another. So, just some examples of the severity of Ona. Rabbi Lazar says, when a Baruch has to extract punishment, he'll normally do so through a shaliach, with one exception, one who verbally harms another. The truth is, all of the examples we've given until now is verbally harming someone. Right? Verbally harming someone for obviously no good reason. No good reason, whatever the examples are. But I will say sometimes one even has to be careful with verbally harming someone in the context of a mitzvah. How so? So that on one hand, the Torah says, Amr HaKasov, Hochiach The Torah says, you have to rebuke someone. We'll say it's actually a difficult mitzvah of 
Hochacha, or Tochacha. If you see someone doing something wrong, you have an obligation to point out that wrong. You might have thought that this is true even if you embarrass someone. In other words, if I see someone doing something wrong, I have a mitzvah to rebuke them, even if it means embarrassing them. Panav Mishtanos means like literally their face changes color, to which the Gemara says, Talmud Lomar, Sisa Alav do not sin as a result of this mitzvah. So in other words, there's a mitzvah that if someone does something wrong to try to go ahead and give them proper direction to help them find the right way back. But you're not allowed to perform that mitzvah at the expense of embarrassing another human being. It's incredible. So you see over here that even there's a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah of al-chacha. There's a mitzvah to rebuke. There's a mitzvah to go ahead and give a person proper instruction when they're doing something wrong. But even that has to be done with such incredible sensitivity to preserve the dignity of the individual. Incredible. So the Gemara says, Mikol from all of these statements, what do you see? Tira, So what's the takeaway from here? The takeaway from here is literally how severe the prohibition of onas devarim. So again, when we define that term, Ona'a really means to afflict, means to afflict dvarim verbal, right? So verbal affliction, hurting someone with words. Multiple examples of it, there's literal hurting someone with words, going ahead and embarrassing them, going ahead and saying something hurtful. And then there are other more nuanced forms. There's reminding about Shuva of his past. There's when a person is suffering, saying, oh, your suffering must be a result of something you've done wrong. But even, even in the pursuit of the positive, I see someone doing something wrong. I want to give them proper instruction. Even if I say, you know, the hardest mitzvah in the Torah, the hardest mitzvah is is giving rebuke. Is giving rebuke because it only, it's only a mitzvah if you know exactly how to say it and what to say. If you don't know how to say it and what to say, not only is it not a mitzvah, but what? It becomes an avera. Therefore, you see that Chal says, you see her, and I will say, what's the point of this? Just to reorient this a little bit, what's the point of this? Remember, in this, in this chapter of Nikios, Shram Chal is highlighting the averas that we transgress without even realizing that we're transgressing. So if you think about this, we'll say, how many times in life do we make jokes that, that are well-intentioned jokes, but they come at the expense of another person? And you know, this happens all the time in life because we've been the butt of these jokes as well. Sometimes someone makes a joke, and you laugh, you smile, you smile, but at the end of the day, you're hurt. You're hurt. That's on us tvarim. That's on us tvarim. How many times does that happen just in our day-to-day social interactions? Again, without any negative intent, without an intention to hurt or to harm. But just again, it's the way people speak, the way people conduct themselves. Tzadam says how careful we have to be in this topic of Ono. Tzadam Chal will stop over here for today. Emir Hashem, tomorrow we'll continue with Nesina Sa'itza, giving wrong advice. Shkoyach.